Hey guys, happy Sunday evening. Um, you guys are listening to the Get and Grace podcast. I'm Kate Brockmeyer. And I'm Katrina Summer. And we, so we've had this idea for a while, right? And you know that like when you want to hang out with your mom friends and you never get to see them in real life, right? Like you like send a text at two o'clock in the morning and they respond four days later at 6 p.m. And then, you know, it's like this like, like, hey, yes, I love you, but I never get to see you. And we need to create something so we can like actually hang out in real life kid free. <laughs> yes. So that's how this came together. And I think that everybody needs grit to get through their daily life. And y'all, we need grace. We need to give grace. We need to have grace. We need to give ourselves grace. You know, we just need to be fountains of grace. And so, and grit, because motherhood is hard these days. Business ownership is hard these days. Working mom life is hard these days. So you guys are listening to this uh, post-election. And uh, we're recording this pre-election. But... Something that we were kind of weighing on our soul as we were sitting here thinking about what were other topics that we wanted to discuss. And some of it's just really our own uh, giggles to hear ourselves talk and hang out and uh, think about these topics. But we're also like super stoked to be sharing them with you. And we hope that after you listen to this, you will comment back into our Facebook group or onto our Facebook business page or Instagram and talk with us about these topics. So One of the things that has been sort of a divide already in society has been the great COVID divide Um, and really loving your neighbor who is different. And that's something that's sort of been weighing on our souls as we kind of come into this holiday season, knowing that most of us probably won't be able to hang out with our families. Uh, I'm already hearing that people's families are canceling Thanksgiving already. They're canceling Christmas. Um, On the radio yesterday, they were talking about uh, families eating outside and needing electric blankets and space heaters and that those were going to be hot selling items over the next couple of months. So yeah. if you wanted one, you should get it now. That's my two cents to you. Um, if you need it, you need it. Uh, and so, you know, we're talking about like the social media divide, the COVID divide um, and loving each other outside of our political views, our religious views, our life rules, you know, our life um, views and everything that kind of plays into that space. So, um, in that, you know, we've talked a lot about social media. Katrina is a rock star at taking time off social media. Oh yes. I'm actually off Facebook right now. So (laughs) such jealousness of her and her ability to disconnect. (laughs) Well, it's just that actually, um, it, it, I think it absolutely has a a purpose and, you know, as a business owner, I certainly have a, a space for it, but, um, you know, like I found that personally, like I was just kind of getting sucked down this whole of comparing myself to my friends. I mean, come no, on, girl. they're all my friends, right? And yet here I am just constantly scrolling, 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 and just leaving the space feeling less than and um, sometimes even angry. And these are people that I actually enjoy and I like. And, you know, that was, I don't think that's what they wanted for me. And that's certainly not what I would want for them after reading any of my posts. But um, yes, I I do have a history of just kind of walking away from things. And I got to say that came out of a Lenten season. It did. And you like totally rocked that. And I've just been able like that. It was a really, really hard thing to do. Um, and we can get into that uh, at a later time on like, yes. what it's like to just give up something that's really, really hard. 
But after I did it the first time, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can do this. I've got my, I've got control. I've got freedom over this. And it, it's been easier to give myself little cleansing purges every now and then. Right. So, um, and not to say that I, I don't ever use it. I just, uh, I can, I've learned to recognize when it's not healthy. And that's, in, in my, that's in huge. My soul. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. You know, um, as running a digital marketing agency, I will never be able to take a, uh, sabbatical from <laughs> digital from uh, the, the platforms, but that's okay. But I do dream of it at some point. So I do try to take weekends every once in a while, make sure everybody's scheduled and roll. But, um, you know, in that space and, and taking that, we know that social media is such a hot bed of, um, of differing of opinions and really things that really fire people up. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they go from zero to 180 in 36 seconds. And you're like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, absolutely. everything you post right now, you have to be so cautious that it won't fire up someone around mm-hmm. you. You know, yeah. uh, my niece recently got back on Facebook and um, maybe she's been a lurker forever, but she's early 20s, recent college graduate, brilliant girl. And uh, she is comes from a long line of family members who disagree with her politically. Mm-hmm. Like, like, deeply rooted, intelligent people who disagree with her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God bless her because she just every day she goes out there and puts a real zinger out there. Mm-hmm. And it's just polar opposite of um, the way that the family that she was raised in believes. And it's been so interesting watching my cousins and them comment back to her mm-hmm. and her friends and the conversation. And. And my one cousin who always is responding is really great about dropping it back and being like, but I'd really love to have this conversation with you in real life. Mm -hmm. Really love to have this conversation in real life. You know, and I'm thinking, oh my goodness. And we all have those family members, I think, you know, and when we, when we really look at like, how are we going to love each other uh, post this election? If your side didn't win, um, our side didn't win, whatever, the side that you're going for. Um, how do we love thy neighbor? You know, as we look at the two, um, the two greatest, where are we at? The two greatest, um, commandments. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So no, absolutely. I mean, when you think about like what we're called to do, we're called to love God with, um, you know, what is it? All of our, um, heart, soul, and mind, I believe. And the second one is to love your neighbor as yourself. And so how often though, are we just so focused on us being right instead of us listening? Because I feel like all like we all want is just to be heard yes, and to be received, to be seen. And how, how often are we just focused on you know, I need to be right versus like over that other person, like to have that dominance. Right. Instead of just kind of trying to figure out where they're coming from. I so, love that you said that. So I've recently taken to that space. Oh, okay. I no longer inject my opinion, which yes. if you follow me on social media, I try not to inject my opinion anymore. I'm trying now to ask people instead. Um, I'm in this Facebook group called it's a wild schooling group. And these people live in gorgeous communities and places around the country and the world. And they, they, keep their kids outside all the time. That's how they educate. It's awesome. Beautiful surroundings. Beautiful. And uh, somebody posted a photo of all these pumpkins in the woods. And you wouldn't think the pumpkins in the woods would get people fired up. You wouldn't think that. Uh, No. But uh, it did because it was wasteful, as some people commented. It was feeding of the wildlife. Other people commented. It was 
why grow so many pumpkins and use the earth's energy when you're just going to waste them and that could be used for all of these other things and it was like all these like hundreds of comments oh. on this beautiful photo of pumpkins in the woods right i'll find the photo and and post it to our facebook group um and our social media so you guys can see it but um I asked this girl who was like, and I was genuinely curious because she wrote out like how upset she was that um, it was such a waste in so many ways. And I was like, but why do you think that? And she like went into all these elements of why she found that wasteful. And it was so interesting because I personally didn't find it wasteful. Mm -hmm. I just was like, I don't get it. Like, it's Mm -hmm. fine. But she had all these like really legit concerns like... Mm -hmm. You know, um, the wasting of food that could be used to eat humans. You know, like, all of these, like, really soul-compelled mm-hmm. responses. And um, and I love that, that that spin for me, instead of being like, no, you're wrong, and here's why, um, is now tell me why you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Why you're coming to the table in this way like that. Mm-hmm. You know, wh- what roots your thoughts in that mm-hmm. space? And I love it. Yeah, I know that that's fantastic. Um, I, I guess I don't really want to weigh in whether or not pumpkins are... <laughs> <laughs> don't go there, girl. <laughs> don't don't go there. Um, but I, I think just it, that's fantastic that it kind of opened up the door to just having that transition. You know, that changing of your heart. Yes. Because how often are we just... Our hearts are faced the wrong way. Um, so my uh, one of my daughters, she is deaf. And... Um, She's profoundly deaf in both ears, but she does have one cochlear implant. There was only one usable um, optic, um, not optic, oh gosh, that's my other daughter, um, (laughs) auditory nerve. And uh, so she has this one cochlear implant, and it's kind of amazing technology in that she can hear... Um, it kind of like it's just this technology has allowed her to hear what's going on in her world Uh, now she may not hear it the exact same way that we hear it right but she still has access to those sounds but um, frequently um, just because she only has this one and it's it's not a perfect technology but it is amazing but if you call her she doesn't really know where you're coming from and she just kind of has to like just stop and just look around like, I heard something, but who, where, where did it come from? And how often are we just facing the wrong way? We're looking down the wrong path. We're headed the wrong way. We're just not positioned in a right. way to love God with everything that we are. Or, and then love our neighbors. Um, if we have our backs to them, we can't see what their needs are. Oh, that's uh, so, a great line. Uh, <laughs> we have our backs to them. We can't see what their needs are. Yeah, we really can't. And so, um, you know, I will say, you know, having a daughter that has lost a sense like that, it has made me acutely aware that I feel like we all have lost something Um we're all broken in the same way. And right. that, you know, I mean, it goes all the way back to like Adam and Eve during the fall, like something in us broke, something in us is not working the way that God intended it to work. And we're just kind of spinning around. We're not really, um, we're not hearing things the way we're supposed to hear them through our hearts. We're filtering it through what we know, uh, what we think we know and right. just this earthly perspective. Yeah. No, and that's huge. I think that in itself is its own. <laughs> I mean, we can think about that for a long time, you know? Like, I 100% agree with you. And I think that, you know, in our first episode, we talked about this COVID forced recalibration and, and wanting to not live like we live right now. You know, like, I don't want to anymore. I'm over it. Uh, I feel like throwing a tantrum, but I don't think it's going to work any. It's not going to change uh, anything. I have actually, it doesn't. <laughs> it Nothing changes, you know? 
Um, but, uh, you know, in that space, I think you're right. Like we are not processing all the things that we should be processing in the way that I think it was intended. And I think that creates a lot of this chaos uh, for this for society constantly grading against against each other's souls over mm-hmm. and over again and now that we are you know post the election and um it's gone one way or the other i'm not you know a man of the future so i have no idea but um you know one thing that we've talked today about uh earlier as we were kind of figuring out things we wanted to discuss was how do we love our neighbor graciously um kindly our family members if we treat them as our neighbors because we're not seeing them as often, you know, how can we make impactful moments with them that sort of game change um, our relationships with them when we can't sit across the table from them or give them a hug? You know, in the past, I think a hug has been such a mode of communication of love. And so how can we kind of think outside the box on that? So we've kind of like thrown down a little list here. Um, and prayer is, is one of our top ones, praying together, praying for them, praying with them. Um, and prayer is something that I think I wasn't raised to pray with people. So I have to really work consciously to pray with my children mm-hmm. every day. Now, the way that COVID has changed sort of my school drop-off world, I don't get to pray with them in the parking lot um, in front of church like I was doing. Oh, I, So we were praying every morning at drop-off. Just yeah. this quick, like, heads together. I was pregnant with the baby, and so... We would just pray every morning. So we don't get to do that anymore. And I'm not, I haven't been that great about putting mm-hmm. it back in, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's not something I think we were raised with. You know, I, I wasn't. I was actually an adult when I learned to pray. And it just felt really weird. I'm like, yeah. I'm just talking into a black hole. <laughs> I don't know what's out. happening. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this just feels silly. And I'd always be like, no, no, why don't you pray? Like, like to someone else that I thought was better than I. Like, you know, just right. like they had, I don't know, a greater signal. I don't right. know, something. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't it's going to get it's, straight it's through. It's not going to work if I do it. You should just do it. Right. Um, And so... I'm clunky at it sometimes because it doesn't feel as natural to me, but I just kind of push through that because I want my kids to see that this is really important right. and I want you to have this and it's okay if it's not perfect. Like what, what is perfect? What is a perfect right. prayer anyways? Like, right. I mean, actually the most perfect prayer is from our hearts. And so we don't even have the words to it. So, right. um, it's just, you know, just kind of forging forward and just, you know, stumbling through it and showing them that this is the most important thing you'll ever do. And it's okay if you don't have the words. It's okay if it doesn't look right. It's okay. And and pull people in if you can. Like, that always really freaked me out before I had faith. I'm like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to be a part of this. (laughs) Um, But I I just think it's such a beautiful thing that people were persistent and kept pulling me in. Because it was kind of kindling for, for the fire that eventually got lit. Right. And so... I think that even if you don't share the same um, religious views or political views or anything like that with your neighbors, I still think praying for them, it just lays down a little bit of kindling in their fire. A hundred percent. You know, isn't up to us to light. It's up to us to just Encourage that space. Yeah. No, I love that. And I think that, and I, you know, I've had them on my soul for a while. So I just, if you know me personally, you know that I, I uh, jumped off the ship of the 75 hard challenge a couple days early, man, 30 days or 30 days early. I don't know. Early enough. Um, I made it to day 44 and it's 75. So I guess 35 days, something like that. Um, And and that's like a whole other conversation. We can discuss that in another day. (laughs) But, uh, you know, challenges of committing to do something for 30 days. I'm always encouraging my clients to do 30 days of going live. And something that's totally been weighing on my soul is doing 30 days of praying with 
someone different every day. Oh. I know. Whoa. I know. We got to work on it. We got to think about it. So that might be something to come out in uh, January, December, you know, February, things like that. But um, praying either for someone different every day, praying with someone different every day. You know, there are times that like even in the Starbucks line and I'm waiting for my Starbucks and um, I know it's not a great company. I know. But sometimes I just need a last minute coffee. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) I just got to get it. And uh, the they'll be like killing time, you know the the person oh, yeah. handing my coffee like, how's your day going? Good. How's your day going? You know, and they're like trying to kill the time, yeah. waiting. Mm-hmm. And always in my ear, I can hear, ask them to pray with you, oh, or pray for yeah. them. You yeah. know, like no, take yeah. this time to pray together. Yeah. I love that you're. You know, I never do that. Person. I oh, never do never it. Never do it. Yeah. No, I've never done it because I get embarrassed. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Mm-mm. Get out my ear. I'm not gonna do it. I- but it's on my heart, right? So yeah. it's like weighing in that space. So those are things that, you know, y'all, she doesn't know it yet, but we're coming up with some stuff that's going to be good for that. <laughs> um, so prayer, praying together, praying for them, praying with them, praying just in general yeah. uh, is something that's definitely like weighing on our soul. I'm a big um, little surprises. I love little surprises. I love like putting fresh sheets on my kids' beds you know, when they're not expecting it, like going in and like making up their beds and tucking, you know, mm-hmm. totally making the bed for them. Um, I love sticking stuff in their lunches. I love dropping gifts off at people's doors. I love sending stuff to people. I'm a big um, little surprises kind of jam. That's my zone. Uh, something else that we had kind of rattled on was acts of service. Mm-hmm. You know, there's lots of service geared activities that we can be doing for people. Phone calls. I love the the vulnerability that we talked about mm-hmm. uh, yeah. pre-show of vulnerability and kind of, I don't know, hit on that a little bit. Yeah, I just think that um, we have spent so much of our time and energy kind of building this wall around our hearts to protect us from all the people and things that we don't like, don't agree with, have hurt us, um, that kind of thing. And to be vulnerable, to be in a space that doesn't, it just feels scary. And so, so, so often, um, it, it's hard to have some hard conversations sometimes. Yeah. Well, I should say, wait a second, I'm very introverted. And so, um, having a deliberate conversation with someone, I almost have to mentally prepare myself for it. And so I just have to, uh, deliberately make sure, like pray about like being like enter this conversation being vulnerable because I don't want it to just be something I do to check off a box like it, when when we're talking about loving other people you actually have to really engage and I think that that involves mm-hmm. both being um, present to the conversation like fully present which I'd rather just kind of numb out sometimes and not fully engage and right. just trusting them enough or at least trusting God to let yourself be in this space and to love from your heart as opposed to just yes. kind of um, make, doing something that's good enough. Like, it's not really all the way there with everything that you've got. Because, you know, we're called to love with all our heart, mind, body, soul, strength. Like, all of that. And how right. often do we not really bring all of that to the table? All the time. I mean, I don't, <laughs> personally. Like, I, maybe all everyone else has really mastered that, but... Um, there's always a part of me that's like, and I'm going to be going now. <laughs> so right. um, just kind of sitting still and being in that space with other people, even if we don't necessarily agree with them, listening to them and allowing yourself to share a story on why you feel the way you do too. Right. And that may or may not be received well. Right. 
we can't control how other people receive the love that we give them. And I think that's tough. It's a really, really tough thing to acknowledge. And that's so key because definitely everybody has people in their lives where you can't control how they receive your love. No. You, you know, and some people are, aren't willing to love you back in the way that you mm-hmm. choose to love them, yeah. you know? And I think that that's all, that's such a powerful, that's a mindset in itself that's powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to love you despite how you choose to love me or lack of loving me. Yeah. But I'm still going to love you. And it takes a lot of courage. A um, ton. And I, I, especially like in a season, at least for me anyways, where it feels like, you know, the tank is empty. Like, yes. And to show up time and again and just continue to love, it, it takes a lot. But, you know, like that's kind of where I think it's also the most powerful because that's when we get to the end of ourselves and right. we have to trust that God will take this from us and fill the space, fill right. that gap where we can't be. Um, right. So uh, I, just, I just think that's a really, it, it's very much needed as much as it's really not comfortable. Right. Because it doesn't feel good to break. It doesn't feel good to be at the end of yourself. Right. So just really trusting, I think, is, um, it's hard, but it's also so necessary. Right. And having that space and giving people space. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. And like I, mean, I said, I'm, I'm an introvert. I need space. <laughs> that is my love language is space. Well, actually, it's kind of, it's, it's wonky in that it's touch from the people I love, but it's space from the people I don't. So. Right? Yeah. I, I don't even, I have no idea probably what mine are in that space. I, I'm definitely acts of service. Like, if I come home and someone has put dishes away, I'm like, you love me. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you love me. I didn't even have to tell you to unload the dishwasher. Like, oh, you know, today, actually, and I, I didn't acknowledge it. As well as I should have with my seven-year-old. Um, I had given him like 10 chores to do. They've had like way more screen time than I wanted them to have over the last week. And um, I gave him like 10 chores to do today. And, and he'd only gotten to like seven. And I went to do something for the baby. And I came back. And he was like, well, I did my other two chores. I'm all done. And I was like, I didn't give you anything else. And he was like, yeah, I know. But I took this bag of trash out and put a new bag in. So I'm done. And I was like, Ugh. Thank you. <laughs> like, oh, I guess I'll, oh, thank you. That's fine. You know, so now I'm going to have to go back to him tonight and be like, hey, I just wanted to really thank you for, for recognizing yeah. that the bag was full. Yeah. No, like, oh, my gosh. Your seven-year-old My seven-year-old. I know. My, my oldest, my old, my 10-year-old was like, yeah, he really did that. He took that out. Nice. I was like, all right. Well, maybe we are making some trash around there, <laughs> you know? Um, we'd also written down, uh, supporting local businesses and reaching out to nonprofits that can use your services and your, you know, your money. (laughs) Nonprofits are hurting guys. They need it. And so are your local businesses. And, um, there's a lot of your neighbors too. They need some money, you know, Oh, we got to keep showing up for those people all over and over and over again. The curbside thing though, you know, listen, if we're going to look for a silver lining on COVID Mm -hmm. y'all curbside pickup come on yeah oh my gosh i've been waiting for this to happen i think my whole life um well not necessarily the pandemic but the curbside absolutely to the point like one time i actually went through a dairy queen drive-thru for cake (laughs) like a full cake like i was like i I didn't need it i just wanted it right uh, (laughs) absolutely whoever needs a full-size cake like no you don't need no you never know but i was just like i i don't know like the i was just really feeling 
that mommyhood thing of just mm-hmm. not being enough. And I'm like, I just need cake. <laughs> it's going to be. And I just so need that. I had to, I was like, I was just racking my mind. I'm like, I have four small children. I have three in, actually it's four in car seats, three, like full five right. harness. Seats. And I'm like, I can't go to the store and get cake. <laughs> it's never going to be a thing. not going to happen. <laughs> and so like, just, I had to go through the drive through I'm like, will you please just, they're like, I don't care what's on it. I just need it. Will it fit through the window? Please make this happen. And Drive it around to me. So, Walk it um, over. I, I did get my cake that day, but like that, just like moms need a break. Like I mean, do you yes. know how much it takes to get our kids into the car? Ah, oh, I mean, so much work. I timed it one time. It was eleven minutes. Oh my! Eleven Linda. minutes of my life just getting <laughs> kids in the car. It's, so the struggle is real. It, it is real, and so I feel like this curbside thing has been really cool. So, yeah, you're right. So Curbside's been great. Yeah, I figured out the other day that I spend three and a half hours a day doing carpool, drop-off, pick-up, and taking to sports. Sounds about right. That's three and a half hours. I can't do anything else during that time no. frame. Mm-mm. I can only drive people around. Well, you can pray. I can pray. Maybe that's what I can do during my, pray- <laughs> during my drive around time. That's how I'll get my 30 days of prayer in, you know? <laughs> I love it. So, uh, yeah. So, we're super stoked. So, this was our, you know, sort of our episode on loving your neighbor as yourself and loving God and and really giving everything that you have to give. And, you know, I think that we really hope that in listening to us and in having these conversations that we either spark ideas and concepts that you hadn't really thought about. I love the concept of sort of the Kindle, Mm -hmm. you know, and putting the, and sort of helping people. I have a friend of mine, if you're listening, I love you. Um, (laughs) I'm just going to start it out like that. And uh, she is not a God person and she sends her kids to Catholic school um, we live in a, our public school is not terrible, but it just wasn't hitting for what we all wanted, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. in that space. And, um, and so she's not a God girl and, and I pray for her all the time and I'm not looking for her to have this like major aha moment, you know, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to have that little spark, just that little bit that hits for her. And I think it's coming and I think things have happened over the last mm-hmm. couple of years that have kind of like started that, but I love that Kindle and. And, you know, kind of helping people to see that space. Yeah, I think that's the best way that you can really love your neighbors. Because that's what we all need. Like, we all need... The only love that is truly, truly, truly unconditional is from God. And that's what we all need. And so we can pray for our neighbors. If we can even pray for ourselves to just get through this. Like, I mean, just to surrender and be like, I don't like this. But here I am. Um, just the growth that comes out of that is just, uh, we can't even perceive it really. Right. Such a game so, changer. It is. So rock on friends. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us and uh, catch us next Sunday night at about eight o'clock. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye.